Boom. Peter, it's been a little while since we've got together, mate. How you doing? On Zoom now. Back on yeah. Zoom. Yeah, good, mate. You? Yeah, not bad, not bad. This isn't because of Corona. This is more of a, a time. No. This is more of a time constraint thing going on. Yeah, we know we can do both now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Pete, we've missed a couple cards, but I don't really want to dwell on too much because the fucking card, the last weekend, yeah. I don't know. Now, obviously, the last ones. Yeah, like if you're obviously if you are listening to this, then I would have assumed that you've listened and and watched to UFC. You've watched UFC two six one. Do you feel like it was like that because the fans were back? Do you or do you? What? Why do you think it was like that, bro? Why do you think it was so like the knockouts and it was like that? The the energy, yeah. What do you think it was? It's it's got to add to it. It's like. I know some fighters say they prefer it without the fans and some some fighters say they, they like it with the fans. They need that sort of encouragement, but it's got to affect people differently. Like even with um, Jimmy Crute, like, you know, he's like pumping his, like smacking his chest, saying like, let's go, let's go. Like, I don't think he would have been doing that if there weren't no crowd, if he was in the apex, you know what I mean? He's just, he's trying I to get the crowd pumped up and give himself a bit of energy. He's like, yeah, let's go. Like, but... Yeah, man, it was there was it was something special about it. That's why I think that's one of most not just I don't, I don't know whether it was like the best card I've ever seen, but in terms of that's, this is what I'm saying. Like after the fucking after the pandemic, everything is going to be another level. Like like the I'm first good. football match we all watch together, the first time we all meet out in a pub, and it's like we don't have to wear masks and shit like that. It's everything is going to be like heightened. So I think that added to it. This, this that's why it made it one of the best. I'd say most the most dramatic UFC yeah. I've ever seen. Definitely, definitely, definitely one of the most dramatic. I feel like I, I, I think you're right. I think it definitely added to it. Um, I feel like it, it helps with a lot of the fighters' uh, adrenalines, um, and it just kind of got the, the fights just seemed to get, to get better and better, like as we were going along. Um, we'll do what we normally do then. If it's not broke, don't fix it. The first fight, uh, and obviously, Peter, I know you haven't got any notes in front of you. But we can go through them and see if it sparks any of your memory. The first fight was that I had on my uh, notes that I saw on my recording was Pat Sabatini against Tristan Connolly. Um, And this was like just pretty much a full control um, from Sabatini. It reminded me of uh, sort of a a Ricky Simone slash kind of Clay Guida kind of performance, just to full, Mm. you know, level changes every time he was going for the strikes. And it it was his UFC uh, UFC debut and he looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure when I first started watching it. I was like, before they even said, I was like, oh, like, oh, I haven't seen this guy before. He's pretty good. But then they said it was his debut. And also that Tristan Connolly dropping, dropped down like two weights. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he had that great performance against the bigger guy, like in Michelle Piera. And then yeah. like, oh, I'll go down two weights. It's like, what? <laughs> you ain't won the belt yet, mate. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird one. I guess what they were saying is that he took the Pereira fight on short notice, so he was around that sort of weight of of one seventy, but his actual yeah. fighting weight is one forty five. But he looked like he lost a bit of power, obviously. Yeah, and just like maybe it's because obviously with with Pereira, it was like he got old of him, and sort of like his cardio was like pretty decent. He managed to like sort of out grapple him. Um, take him into deep waters but I guess this guy he's come up against is just like on another level with his wrestling so that wasn't going to work so mm. um, yeah it's a bit of a weird one not really like 
I'd go in the middle. I'd go lightweight. Yeah, <laughs> he's just completely down. missed out a whole fucking division. They said, they said, yeah, they said, he, they said to get down to that weight, though, he, like, he was eating like one meal a day for like months or whatever it was. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like, just, do I mean, lose a bit of weight, yeah, and cut weights and make 155. But Man. but then again, he just got out wrestled by featherweight. So it's, yeah, it's not going to be no easier at lightweight. No, it's true. It's a good point. But yeah, no, you're right. It was a it was a bit of a weird one. But at the end of the day, Sabatini couldn't get him out. Um, he didn't finish him. Yeah. He couldn't. He couldn't. You know, there was a couple of opportunities in there where it, you know it, it looked close to it. But no, he, Tristan just too tough for his own good and and stuck it out. And Sabatini got the unanimous decision. Um, the next fight was Brandon Allen against Carl Robeson. Obviously, I've seen Carl Robeson before and we've seen Allen before as well. Um, and this was uh this was kind of the start for me this was when you know Sabatini was it was all wrestling don't get me wrong I like I like watching a dominant performance but when you mm. see a first round heel hook you know you know the card's gonna be it's gonna be a live one yeah it started off well that fight as well like, I weren't too weren't too sure which way it was gonna go but <clears throat> it's almost like as soon as he as soon as Robeson went for the heel hook or whatever he went for it and then left his leg in there and it was like you could see just Alan was working on it straight away and yet like Robeson was like, oh shit, like it's almost like he was waiting for it. Like he got his he's like, is this gonna hurt? Is this gonna hurt? And then it's like, oh shit, like fucking we've got my like just too late. He looks like a beast that Alan though. I sort of I got him mixed up with Thingy Bob, our Alan. I yeah. got him mixed up with, with uh, I, I thought that I can't remember his name. Arnold like from the other what yeah, Arnold. I was like, is he fighting again? And I looked at him, I was like, because there's some there's some pictures of Brendan Allen with like long hair in that as well. I was like, what's what's going on? He's changed his nationality. What's going what's going on here? He um this was the yeah, it was five seconds left of the first round for me, and you're bang on. When they both they, they were both on each other's legs, and then when he sunk in the heel hook, like you can see like Alan wrenching it, and Carl did go up, like he did make a face. Uh, yeah. It wasn't a verbal tap or anything. He made a face first and then didn't, and then kind of went back to, to fighting it again. But then, yeah, Alan just kind of really, really cinched it in. And, uh, and yeah, just basically, uh, you know, nearly ripped his heel off. So, yeah, really, really <laughs> impressive there from Brandon, uh, from Brandon Allen. Uh, the next one, Pete. Now, before this fight, which was um, Sekulic against Dwight Grant, um, DC and Rogan were talking a little bit about Florida judges. Now, obviously, I must have missed something on the early prelims uh, where there was a, a bit of a funny judging decision going on or a few different judging decisions going on. And then all of a sudden we watched this fight. And I don't know if you agree with me, but I thought Sekulic did pretty much enough to win it, especially with the takedowns. Uh, yeah. But Dwight Grant, um, a, a.k.a. Um, Eddie Murphy from Coming to America, he, <laughs> he he won this fight. What did you what did you think of this one, Pete? It was weird. I was like, I was shocked when they when they announced it. And it's weird because they showed the highlights afterwards of Grant <laughs> landing all these shots, and I was like, I don't, I don't remember all these shots landing. But yeah, it's true. everyone looks good in slow motion, though, didn't they? That's the thing, like yeah. every, you know. Apart from Chris Weidman's leg. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! We'll come on to that. Fucking hell. But, um, yeah, no, that was a that was a that was a bad decision, I think. I just thought yeah. he did more. He controlled the fight. He got more of the takedowns, and well, he, he hurt him. He hurt him twice, I think. Like mm. bad. Like he was like sort of wobbled him twice. Um and yeah, the takedowns, the control time, stuff like that. It's just I don't I don't remember him ever being hurt. Like Grant was hurt, but he wasn't. So 
exactly. It's a weird one. And then they, the the way the fight finished was he was pretty much, uh, you know, a good 10 seconds away from getting a guillotine sunk in. So it was like, mm. yeah, it was, a, it was a, a bit of a weird one. But I guess Dwight did more of the forward pressure, uh, more of the the more of the going forward, you know, who knows. Um, yeah. The next fight, Pete, was uh, Cowboy Oliveira against Randy Brown. And this was the first time I'd ever seen a one-armed uh, rear naked choke. Uh, Randy set it out with a big, big right hand. Uh, and then sunk it in with a rear naked choke. This I, it, it was just it was it was a weird thing to watch because it was Mate, yeah. his shoulder. Have you ever seen anything like that before? I've fucking I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. And I got like the guy was probably like tired or something, but like um, I basically got someone's back and they was on all fours, and I was like I could roll them over, and they basically had my right wrist with both of their hands just trying to control so I'm like palm down and I'm basically like riding them like a fucking goat or something um so they've got my right hand and I, I just thought I oh, fuck it his neck's right there so I slipped my left arm under him to like rear naked choke him but I don't think Brandy Brown did this he must just be that strong but I had to like hold on to my shoulder mm. So I, I grabbed my shoulder and pulled it, pulled everything inwards. And I was just like hanging on for dear life and then just started like squeezing. And where he wasn't defending it, he was just probably tired as well. Um, but with that guy, yeah, he just, I don't even think he'd done that. I think he just squeezed his arm together. And it's like, I think DC or Rogan said, like his arms are like fucking pythons or whatever. And he just like, yeah, that was it. But it's weird to see, because obviously we know Olivier is like a wicked black belt and stuff. He submitted people in the octagon. It's yeah. like to see him get done by that. It was like fucking hell. I know he got dropped before. It's like a clean right hand. But yeah, Randy Brown looks like fucking real deal. Amazing. I, I always love it when you see a fighter that can obviously, he nearly knocked him out of a big right hand. And then he just shows he goes and, and, and sinks in a submission. It just shows how diverse he is uh, and just shows that he's got it everywhere. So yeah, he looked really, really good. And obviously, especially against Oliveira, bruv, he's an absolute veteran. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bit leery afterwards. Yeah, what was that about? He was fucking swearing at him and that kind of stuff. And did, then they asked what him he... what was it about? And he said, go to my Twitch channel. Twitch? What's Twitch? What the hell is Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, granddad. granddad. Well, get on there because I want to find out what it was, but I'm, I don't know what it is. So, Twitch is, uh, to be honest, Twitch is um, mainly for people that um, stream video games. You watch people play video games on it. Oh, um, right. Aguero does it. Uh, Max Holloway does it. Uh, Sean O'Malley does it. There's a couple of really big uh, twitches out there. They they, they wait. So you so you've got to go and watch Randy Brown playing Call of Duty to find out what he was doing. Yeah. So I'd love to know oh. how they do it because it's something I'd like to get on because basically they have a it's kind <laughs> of like a split screen. So they've got. You, you see the game actually being played, what they're playing, yeah. but then you see a camera set up on them playing it as well. So you just kind of have a yeah. look at that. Um, I saw so, Snoop, yeah. Dogg, Snoop Dogg playing it. And he's like losing his shit. Like. That's the one. Yeah, he, he rage quit Madden. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Do you know what? We'll come on to Snoop in uh, after the after we talk about this card, actually, Peter. Um <laughs> And then, yeah, so really, really impressive from Randy Brown. And it was a really good way to, to finish off what, what was an exciting prelim card. Moving on to the main card. Do you know what? It's, it's a shame the first fight finished the way it did. And I'll tell you why. It was Anthony Smith against Jimmy Crew. Anthony Smith landed uh, a, a ridiculous. Uh, it was the reason. There's a couple of reasons why it was why this fight was just so um, kind of really, really exciting. So, first of all, Anthony Smith was jabbing Crute's fucking head off. That that little yeah. snap jab was just unreal. 
then Crute was the one who was actually landing a lot of leg, leg kicks. kicks. And then Anthony Pete lands this unreal leg kick and one. the nerves go like, do, do you know what was the fuck's going on well, that's there? A, well, that's a new one because that was not new. I'm sure people have been hit there before. Maybe it was just freak luck, but it was like behind the knee. It was like sort of to the outside and behind the knee. So like Crute was already turning a little bit. So it's almost like, fuck, have you, you've done it to people before. Like in school now, you chop the back of their knee or like oh, yeah. you fucking... Well, you put your knee in the back of theirs and it just goes. It's just so tender, isn't it? It's just like, it just took what well, it was almost like a slap kick, though. Because when it happened, I was like, oh, he's landed a good kick there. And then when his leg went, I was like, oh, fuck, no, that, that's pretty bad. But maybe that's going to be a new thing. You don't have, well, no, I don't know. Like, especially with the Weidman thing, it's like, you have to be so careful. Yeah. That's just like, horrible. I don't know how people throw them. I honestly don't know how people throw leg kicks. Not, you can throw them, but not 100% false do you know what I mean like it's mm. just it's so dodgy but yeah but like it was a shame he done he done well though because he landed a takedown straight after it I don't know how he done that um obviously Anthony Smith come running in Crook got the takedown on him quickly and then like yeah, yeah it was just a shame I thought he was gonna be able to continue because when he stood up and walked towards the ref and the doctor I was like okay and then when he <laughs> when he screamed and then just fell backwards into the cage I was like oh no but yeah he's done yeah, weird, weird one, a weird one, and I guess it was one of those nerve things where, like, because you, you see what happens, he, he got kicked in the leg, and then he actually tried to stand up, uh, and then yeah, just completely legs just gave out on him, uh, and mm. then like you said, he got a good takedown, uh, but then in between the rounds, the doctor just come and stopped it, probably for the best, you know, you never know, it could be some really yeah. long lasting nerve damage there, so you don't mm. want to see um, a fighter hurt there. Just going back to Anthony Smith, Pete, I thought he looked really fucking yeah. good. Oh god, yeah, one that's that's what. I see what you mean. It was a bit of a shame because we didn't get to see what he was, what he was really made of that night. But like, in terms of that, I've not seen him do that before. Just sort of pick someone apart with a jab and like, um, he looks safe as well. You know, like in some of the previous fights, we've been a bit like, oh, is his chin gone? Is he going to like get like smashed a bit? Like when he got smashed by Glover and stuff, it's like, oh, is he, is, can he make his way back? But against a really tough, like up and coming contender, like he, yeah, he looked legit again. He really did. He, he did. He brought up the Glover fight in the post fight and said, you know, my jab is something I worked on in the Glover fight. I mean, I, I don't remember that. I just remember um, Glover being dominant in it. But obviously, that's something that he's been working on. And do you know what? They said something interesting before the fight, saying that people were counting him out, saying that he's done. He's fucking 32. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just for, for people to say they're counting him out and that kind of stuff. He's nowhere near done. He just seems to be getting... Uh, you know, getting better. So really, really impressive. And it's a shame it, it finished the way it did. However, yeah. the reason why his leg was fucked is because Anthony landed that great kick, you know? So, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, 100%. deserved, absolutely deserved. We've mentioned it a couple of times, Pete. And, um, you know, just to talk about this now, Chris Weidman against Uriah Hall, what I like to do every now and again, um, especially when we're watching UFC, um, is I like to torment the missus. And um, the missus was uh, in the kitchen. Uh, anytime there's a sort of, a, a, a you know, a, a bad knockout, I'm always like, come come on, come on. She's like, no, no. And I'm like, no, just come and have a look. It's, this is a good fight. And then she normally uh, feels a bit sick over a knockout. So this one... She actually requested to see it because of the way I was acting. I was, oh. I could, I, bruv, when it first happened, I was loo I was going insane. Like it was fucking horrendous. I've never seen anything like that before. It was worse than Anderson Silva's. It was worse than uh, Eduardo's when he used to play for Arsenal. This was the worst leg break I think I've ever seen on any kind well, of sport. 
what because you think he trod because he stepped on it as well. Yeah, and what, yeah, what I think, I think, think it's the break the, was exactly the same. I think like the break was because they put photos up of the Anderson Silver one, but I think Silver just grabbed his leg and fell backwards, whereas yeah. I don't think Weidman knew until he trod on it. Exactly. So when you see the the the, the picture is when you see the leg wrapped around another leg, <sighs> you you yeah. know that it's it's broken. That's the same as Anderson's. What you kick so hard and the leg goes at an unnatural angle. That, that not fine, but that's that I was expecting that. When you're exactly right. When he then goes back to step <sighs> on it, and the I'll tell you what I got me the it. most. What got now. me the most was seeing the fold in the skin. That's 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 Ugh. what got me the most was seeing the, the fact that he went down and then you see his skin literally folding where the bones. <laughs> it's oh. like he didn't. Oh, it's, it's like it's lucky it didn't go through. It's lucky standing on it didn't split through. Like that would have been fucking so bad. But I can't even imagine what that fucking feels like. It must be horrible. Like, Do you think it's one of those things where you don't, because there's just so much adrenaline, you don't even feel it until like an hour later, or you think he's well, he did. Well, no, he didn't. You see his face was calm all the way until he stepped on it, and then you see him wince. He was like, ah, oh, because I, spe- I guess kicking anyone like that against their knee or their shin is like, it goes numb for you as well. So it's just like, bang, all that hurt, and then it's like, like oh, I don't even, I, I can't even... <laughs> So funny though, DC can't watch, can he? So, no. <laughs> Rogan was like, we goes to the Ridge, Rogan's like, look at this, look at this. DC, yeah, yeah. I'm not looking, you just tell He's me. Like, what. Tell me what happened, tell me what happened. Because DC is one of the most savage heavyweights that's ever fucking, know. you know what I mean? It's so weird that he can't watch stuff like that. I, but... mean, I fucking, that's one bit that I reckon that whole card would have been a, a certain percentage better for me, but I didn't see that live. I literally, I just fucking cracked open a beer. The fight started. I had a sip and I just turned to my right to put it on the fucking stand next to me. And all I heard was him scream. So as I looked back at the telly, I saw him go down and saw his leg. And I was like, oh, no, that's a fucking. And then obviously they showed the replay. But I didn't, it, I wasn't, I didn't see it live. You're lucky. So yeah, it, was, but, it, was, it, was, it was horrible. Yes, but I reckon that is, we were, we were talking about it at work, probably. I mean, Anderson Silva come back from it, but it's like, why? I don't know. Was there any? Was there any point? I don't know. Maybe. I'd... It's a good. It's a good point. It's a good question. The, the, okay, so before the thing is before the leg break, we we were. It's interesting to to. I guess we, we don't know, but it, it it would have been really interesting to see where Chris Weidman is in his career. Um, it, when yeah. I think of Chris Weidman, um, my mind kind of. When you, when you think of fighters, you think of fighters that are their peers and are, are in their kind of uh, category. So when I think of Chris Weidman, I think of uh, Anderson Silva. I think of Luke Rockhold. I think of these kind of people. And if you look at yeah. everyone else, you know, Anderson's passed it. Uh, Rockhold got flopped by uh, by Jan. And, you know, now it's like, okay, so where... And I was really interested to see where Weidman was in his career, especially against a veteran like Uriah Hall, who he has... Um, I think he beat him, didn't he, the last time they they met so yeah it was it was in, i was a bit 50 50 coming yeah. into it i wasn't it wasn't really one of the it wasn't really the it was almost like the fight that i'd forgot about on the card until it till they walked out and um i was a bit like oh not that i don't care what happens in this fight but i was like, obviously more excited for the others and then yeah it would have been interesting to see 
if he'd have got the takedown, whether he could have just controlled your eye hole. Because your eye hole is obviously looking better and better as he goes on. Mm. He's finally got some sort of momentum behind him. Mm. But I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, it's a tough one. But yeah, listen, thoughts and, and 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 prayers out to him. Fingers crossed he can come back from it if, if that's what he wants. Um, and yeah. you know, Uriah Hall was nothing, nothing but. Um, but just absolutely kind of, uh, you know, really, really humble in, in, in the win and kind of took it to no really nothing but respect. No one's going to fuck you. No one's going to fucking leg kick him anymore as well. So at least you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, true. No <laughs> one wants to do it anymore. It's interesting. Yeah, just it's, it's interesting to see what happens. I think the only thing Dana said about it was Uriah Hall was the first fighter to, to win a fight without throwing a strike, which is, yeah. you know, a stat that I'm sure he doesn't want, but he's got it um, nonetheless. Um, and fingers crossed, Weidman can 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 you know come back from that. But listen, it's a win for Uriah Hall. He's he's you know his legs yeah. tough. It is what it is. <laughs> um, Pete, next we had Valentina Shevchenko against Jessica Andrade. I'll let you start on this one. Um, yeah, what did you think about this one, bro? I think this one's gone under the radar a little bit from what I've seen. But yeah, it's like right. na- na- naturally, it would. You got all these other talking points, and then you've just got another domination from Valentina. But Looking at it, it's like I know we'll come on to it, but when Rose and Wei Lee like first started moving around the octagon, I was like, like it, actually even before that, I looked at it and I was like, I think I said it out loud. I was like, Rose could fucking murk her here. I thought I sat like I sat there and said it, but like I was a bit, but then I weren't sure when they started circling around, throwing a few shots out. I was like, no, I was like, Wei Lee could fucking knock her straight out. Like I don't, I'm not sure how this is gonna go. But I just noticed like the size of Rose and just she looks powerful. She looks like she's I don't know. Some some of the other girls you look at and you like, they might be they might be good strikers, but I'm not looking at them thinking they can one punch KO like anyone in the division. And I just looked at Rose and I was like, I know she's got it in her. And obviously this time it weren't a punch, it was a it was a kick, but then what what Andrade did to Rose and then to see Valentina ragdoll. Andrade, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how is she, how is she pulling? I thought she was going to put on a striking clinic and she just goes, dives in head first and just ragdolls this girl and just like, just totally dominates her. So now it's like, okay, so maybe a wrestler's not the, or a grappler's not the answer to beat Valentina. It's going to have to be someone who's a superior striker. And it's like, who's that? Which doesn't exist. Yeah. Unless she fights like Amanda again or something like that. But it's, that's the only thing they could do at that, that at this level at the moment. There's only they can only make these crazy super fights to keep it competitive. I think um, mm. you got maybe Joanna coming back, but that would be at Rose's weight, I guess. Um, but yeah, Valentina is just. I watched it the other day as well, actually. When um, I didn't realize this happened, I can't even remember the fight, but when her and Amanda had the stare down, and fucking Amanda puts her fist on. Valentina's chin and then like punches it and everyone's like oh like that and if you see Valentina's face she's just fucking angry and just like maybe they maybe they could make that again but yeah but just just total domination man like, it's almost like Andrade afterwards just like yeah okay I'm never going to be able to beat her she said uh, you know back to the drawing board it, it, it was it was mad because it was one of those ones where we expected her yeah to to outstrike her to piece her up and then Drage to control it. Um, Valentina set a record uh, for most takedowns in a women's flyweight title uh, in the division, uh, seven takedowns. Um, 
just unbelievable one-two combinations and then ends in a crucifix position with just, you know, elbows, just raining down elbows on, on Jessica's head. And you're mm. right, this one's gone under the radar because of Weidman's leg break, because of the way Rose did Ziang and because of the way that, that Usman did Masvidal, which we'll come on to. It's gone under the radar, but it was just a complete fucking domination. Like you say, like, what is next for this chick? Like, what is next for Valentina? It's just fucking crazy. It's crazy, man. Fucking mad, crazy. It? Yeah, it's mad. She, seem, she seems happy. She seems happy just fucking smashing people just like... Yeah, she's like, I'm yeah. ready to all my opponents. Um, if you're looking for a weakness, there isn't one. And, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. What do you Rogan say? She say, come get some. She's like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he, he's the best at that he was like come Hello. get some she was like what and he was like come get some you don't know what i'm saying come get yeah, some. you don't you don't know what i'm saying do you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, smashed it absolutely smashed it all right pete the last two fights in before we come on to a few different bits and bobs to uh to catch up on about rose number Yunus against zhang if i was gonna bet on this card i would have bet the last three if i had to bet on the last three fights and obviously it's fucking easy to say now but I would have bet on Valentina to win. I would have bet on Usman to win. And I just, I don't know why, but I just fucking had this thing. We, like you said, with Thug Rose, she just, there's something about her where when it's that time, when she's chasing it, now don't get me wrong, Whaley could come back and beat her in the rematch. But yeah. what Rose did to, what Rose did to Joanna twice and what she did to, to Zhang now is crazy. The Andrade fight, I don't know if you remember, but before she picked her up and slammed her, Rose was piecing her up, bruv piecing her up yeah. so it was just amazing to see their reactions of the commentators was fucking amazing the little switch <laughs> like the switch kick yeah. she did like the little switch think, before she landed it oh, do you think it was weird i thought it was a really weird kick it wasn't it wasn't even like a valentina kick where she's like yeah it was almost like she just lifted her leg up it was just like That's i'm just gonna slap. touch you on the, I'm, yeah i'm just gonna touch you on the chin it's like down like straight down it's just weird wasn't it it was just almost it was a, yeah I, I had that feeling as well so i mean what i said before like not that i don't think way lee was like scared or anything but like it was almost like rose was meant to win that it was mm. yeah, it was a weird one like you we were expecting a war weren't we, we were expecting like a five round bloodbath and it's like no nah, like it's not <laughs> it's not going to happen we're not going to get treated to that again but Unbelievable. Did you think it was an early stoppage? Uh, Zhang wasn't a happy no. Pete? No, no, not at all. No. Big no, Keith right. Peterson yeah. doesn't do early stoppages. It's <laughs> <laughs> he, he, funny because he grabbed her because the refs have to stop after a while. He grabbed her. She was complaining about it. And after a while, we just shook his head and walked off. Yeah, like, he, he knew. Off. He's like, all right. Yeah, even, right. after, even afterwards, you could like, she's just, she probably just couldn't believe it. She'd done all that training, thought she was just like in the best shape of her life. And it's like, even in the even in the interview afterwards, she's like, I'm not sure what happened. Like, um, I, I forgot what I was going to say, blah, 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 but I'll come back stronger. Like, it's just, she, I'll get, like, fair play to her. She's already thinking about getting back in. She's probably training now. Like, but... Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. I don't know um, whether they should do a rematch, though. What do you reckon? Like... Yeah, I think they should. I think they should. Yeah. I think they should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they should do a rematch um, just so they can cement it. Um, if, if I, I suppose it's, you've got to think about where does Joanna fit into it? Because, the thing is, Rose has already beat Joanna twice. So the only thing for me yeah. is I'd like to see the rematch. And then it's kind of, you know, if if, if Whaley wins, it sets up a nice trilogy and Joanna can get a fight in there in the meantime um, against yeah. someone else, yeah. you know. And then, But then if Rose wins, then she cements it even more and then she can go back against Joanna, you know. So listen, I just wanted to say as well, 
in in the in the current climate that we live in and in the current um in the current kind of woke feminist um me too era that we that we are in and i've said this before on previous pods you you know you need to look no further than the ufc like the 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 pay disparity between female nba players and female tennis players and female footballers is is crazy now i don't know if the pay for for women is probably less than the ufc it might be slightly i don't know but this had two fucking co-main events that were both women um yeah. the way that the women are uh, are, are revered in, in mixed martial arts, the way that they're represented, the way that they're given time, the way that they're given titles, the way that they're given money, the way that the commentators don't... There's there's no difference between men and women in this fucking sport. And I'm not just saying that. It just feels like they are really, really at the top of their game with this whole equality stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. the only sport. It's the only sport I can think of where... You know, it's it's normally dominated by men and women have grown into it along with the men. Maybe it's because the sport's still growing, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, well, that's what, yeah. yeah you're right, because uh, even before the card, like I was saying to you and I was saying to mates at work and stuff, I'm looking forward more to the the two women's fights than uh, any of the other fights on the cards. Obviously not the main event, but then like, we'd already seen the main event once before and it was a bit like, is that going to go the same way? So I was just looking forward to the women's fights and just... Yeah, they are. They are. I'd be happy with. I would have been happy if Usman and Masvidal was like third fight or like co-main or whatever. You could chuck either one of the other two up on the on the main event, and it's just. I think. I guess at the beginning it was just Ronda Rousey, so it was a bit like, oh, where's this going to go? Mm. She was smashing people. It's like, oh, there's only one woman in the division, and now you've got all these other champions coming through, and it's like there's some like genuine. That's what I mean. Is the the only problem is there's just quite a big gap between the champions maybe the top contenders between True. them and like the rest of the pack. Cause like you look at the other girls and it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of work to do to get up to that level, but you never know. There could be some, like these girls have come out of nowhere. Like Rose sort of come out of nowhere. Misha Tate's coming back in and she, she wants to fight. So yeah. um, that'd be interesting. But yeah, I thought he was going to say something else. I thought he was going to say about the, I thought it was fucking embarrassing. Like the booing of like, Whaley, just because she's probably Chinese. Oh, just because she's Chinese. Yeah, no, that's yeah, it's just. Do you know I mean, there's all this shit going on, like in the world of like, obviously, like racism and shit like that, and it's just like, oh, Whaley Zhang from China, you should give you like one of the best fights the UFC has ever seen. It's like, boom. Like, <laughs> obviously, obviously, I know people do that anyway, but if because obviously the, the, all the Americans are probably like Rose fans, so it's more like we're we're backing our girl against the the opponent, but it's just it seemed a bit yeah to be honest the, the only thing for that I, I i don't read into that too much you know if 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 i went to a ufc event and it was you know um bisping, bisping versus someone yeah I yeah mean. if it was bisping against someone but if against you know someone from, from from a different country you know they'd get they'd get booed and it's not because you you don't you know you fucking hate them or you you know you're racist or anything like that it's just it's just tribalism i'll tell you what we that that that's that brings us on nicely to uh, Kamara Usman against Masvidal, Pete, because Masvidal was booed as he was coming out. The cunts from Texas, which is, you know, not too Usman, far. Usman, Usman, you mean? Sorry, Usman was booed yeah, yeah, um, yeah. coming yeah. out. And, you know, he's he's from Texas, for fuck's sake. But it was just one of those things where he's coming out, he's got the Nigerian flag and he likes to represent Nigeria and Masvidal's from Florida. Um, Florida so he yeah. was getting booed. Yeah. But what I think, the reason why 
I think it's not to be looked at too much is because if, if Wei Li put on a clinic and knocked Rose out, um, they would have cheered her. And I think yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we can see that because the way that Usman dealt with Mars Vidal and then there was not one boo when he was doing his his post-fight interview, especially to see his dad there and that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, we'll talk about what it meant as you know an overall picture of the UFC and the division, but just on the mm. actual fight and the knockout, Pete, talk to me about your thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. I love. Have you seen the? Have you seen the the shot? There's like one HD picture of all the sweat flying. It's like it's like a punch. And it just looks like they look like stars. Like a shot of like the fucking night sky or something. It's just like crazy. Just yeah, it's great photo. But like yeah, I just wasn't. And he'd taken a few as well. I said that someone's day. He took some shots and he was just smiling, poking his tongue out. And I was like, fucking hell, man. This. I was actually thinking to myself this guy's never been knocked out. Maybe he's like, he's never going to get knocked. <laughs> and then just out of nowhere, it was just like, bang. I was like, oh shit. Like as soon as he dropped, it was, yeah, just fucking mayhem. But like, yeah, I think that's, I think he sort of knows now, like at least I think everyone knows it wasn't just a fluke the first time and not to do with the training camp and stuff. It's, Usman is just getting better and better and is like fucking levels above. Everyone. Yeah. He's 34. Um, do do you think he's the best pound for pound fighter in the in the UFC at the moment? Uh, yeah, you could say that just with the way that he is beating people. He's not one trapped. He's not just wrestling people. He's knocking people out now. Like good strikers. Saw him come back from adversity with Gilbert Burns in the first round. It's like he's just got that. Like Brogan says, he's got his mind's like a fucking bank vault or whatever. No, was he say Fort Knox? Yeah, Fort Knox. <laughs> he's you ain't getting in. Yeah, you can't get in that guy's mind. So it's like, I don't know who is it. Like who is out there? And it like, but that it does sound a bit like now that he wants to go for like big money fights as he's coming towards the end. Um, mm. He not he's not just going to fight people just because they deserve it and they're number one contenders or they got a good record. It's, it looks like he's gunning for their money fights, or maybe he wants something different. Like I don't know. <laughs> Like super fights, maybe. Well, they asked him about going up um, to, to 185, and he said he wouldn't go up if Adesanya was still champ just because he prefers two Africans with belts um, instead of one African with two belts, which is, you know, completely, completely fair enough. Um, yeah. What have you got now? You've got the heavyweight division, uh, the middleweight division, and the welterweight division with, with all, you know, champions of African descent, which is, uh, you know, just yeah. phenomenal. Um, yeah. And, you know... <sighs> It was it was amazing to see. Like I love Mars Vidal. Um, I, no one's really spoken about this too much either. But I don't know if we, I've only seen it once. So I maybe need to watch it back. But when Mars Vidal got dropped and then hammer fists, as Kamara Usman's walking off and the fight was already stopped, you, you can see Mars Vidal on the canvas. But he's talking. You, you can you, you can see him. Oh, no, I think something. He, I think he's blowing his nose out. If it, I look at his nose, it's like he lets out a massive like. <sighs> Okay. But I think that's just his, that's just his body, like fucking trying not to die. I think yeah, just... fair enough. Just recovering. It felt like yeah. he was, you know, moving his hips or doing something like that, and yeah. it was just a terrible knockout. But listen, he was really, really gracious in the defeat. What did you think about mm. them? I know we don't normally like to see um, fighters who have just been knocked out um, get interviewed. What did you think about that? Yeah, like he seemed he seemed fine. It wasn't like a. I guess he's like tough as nails anyway. But he said that's the first time he's been knocked out, so it's. I guess he's gone through that now and he, he knows how it feels. But, um, mm. yeah, just, 
it's still massive fights out of there for him. That's what I mean. He's a he's a he's a fucking superstar now. Oh and yeah. It's like, do you know what I mean? They're talking about Nick Diaz, yep. stuff like that, like fighting his brother because he that'd be a, that'd be a wicked story. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's just you got Kamzat calling him out, which I don't really like. I don't like people calling people out after they've just been flatlined. It's like, you know, like go for someone. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, obviously, it's a big name and it's money for him, and he's been out with COVID and stuff. So. But yeah, I don't. I don't really like people calling someone out the day after they've been fucking KO'd. It's, um, but Nick Diaz, I'd be excited for. You got, you got Leon Edwards still there, and obviously he smacked him up backstage. So you got that one. Either that or Leon Edwards could fight Usman. But they're talking about Colby now. Did well, you see the Colby? Got... In, did you see the Colby interview afterwards? Yeah, he's a fuck. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it just doesn't make any Make-, sense. <laughs> Make- like... Megan Anderson looks so like what's her name? Megan O'Leary. Megan O'Leary. She was just looking at him going, oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just waiting for the interview to end. And he was just like, yeah, I'm the fuck. He's a trailer. What's he say? He's a journeyman. He's a bum. <laughs> he's a bum. Yeah, mate, he's been in the main event. And then he's like, yeah, uh, he, 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 took, he knocked him out. It took, me, uh, it took me eight minutes less to knock him out in training. I just don't believe you, mate. I don't, I don't think you're telling the truth, Colby. I don't believe you. Yeah. To be honest, he's, we all know he's legit. Like, look what. Like he took, like him and Usman went five hard rounds. He busted Usman up as well. We know, we all know he's tough. So it could be a really interesting fight. Like if Colby's really switched on and thinks he can actually, like, maybe out wrestle him this time and stuff, it's it's going to be up to him. But did you listen to fight. um? Did you listen to Wonder Boy on Joe Rogan? Yeah, yeah. They were talking about Colby on it, and he's you know he talks about the story of how oh, you know yeah, he's, he's not actually like that. No, no, no. no yeah, no. yeah. It's, it's all it's all because he was going to get cut. The UFC were going to cut him. Well, and... like, yeah, I like him a lot better now because of that. Because before, obviously, I got sucked into it like I did with Saudo. <laughs> I'm like, are oh, you fucking annoying little like? Do you know what I mean? It, like, yeah. I started getting wound up, and but then we realised they're just doing it for the sake of it, just to get more pay per view buys and shit. So it's, but technically, like technically as well, that's a. I would have loved to have seen Leon, Leon Edwards get the shot, but you know what I mean, just because he's like he's from he's from England and he's he's looked but he's great. Got, lately, he's got he's but... got to get, he's got to get through Nate. He's got to get through yeah, Nate, yeah. you know. And 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 uh, I love both. I like Leon because he's British, and I like Nate because he's Nate. So that that's yeah. going to be really interesting to see. My 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 head tells me that that the Edwards might have a bit too much for Nate just because of where they are yeah. where they both are in their careers. Um, but I tell you something right now, and DC said this. DC said this recently as well. So um, you know, it's it's not like I'm just um, kind of you know plucking this own idea from my own head. But it's something that I do agree with, is the fact that if Nate beats Edwards, I think he'll get a title shot. I think he'll get a title shot because of the money, because of the pay per view buys. Or I think, yeah, I think or, I think, or Usman or Colby, I guess. No, no, no. I think if I think if Nate if Nate beats. Edwards, I think Colby will get bumped. I think. Oh right. Oh, they. I thought they've sort of pretty much. I thought Dana had almost confirmed it. I don't think it's been fully confirmed yet. Or maybe uh, he just answered a question. Yeah. So he's just answering a question that he's next. But I think if if Nate beat if Nate beats Edwards and beats him convincingly as well, Nate. I think Nate will get a title shot. That's what I think. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. Yeah, it would. I, I mean, does does Nate beat Usman? No, no. I don't think he does, but. At the same time, it will just be it will just be amazing. It will just be amazing to see them there. But I just again, can't wait to see him back in there again. I know, just I know. Fucking pointing, swearing, and his brother <laughs> coming back now as well. His brother looks fucking shredded. He looks better than like 
he looks in better shape now than he did in his last like two or three UFC fights. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And who knows? All this time off, you know, it might be fucking, mm. might be good for him. You never know. You what about, never know. what about, mate, I, I still keep, have you, I, I listened to GSP and he's, they done a Lex Friedman one as well, didn't he? Yeah, I want to, I, I should listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've come about, I think I've got about an hour left and he's still saying like, and bearing in mind this was like recent, when it at the same sort of time as Rogan's one, it was like he said a couple of weeks ago he was in training with Freddie Roach and he's like, I'm hitting the pads. And he's like, I'm getting that feeling back. And he said, Freddie Roach looked at him and said, you're getting that itch. You're getting that itch. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, if Dana White coming in now with a contract and said, sign it, I would sign that thing yeah, straight away. Yeah, he said away. that to Rogan as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but, then he said, but then he said he got, he got home and he was like, no. no, 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 I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the upcoming fights that we've got. We won't break down the cards, Pete, but just a few that really stand out. Obviously, we've got Reyes against Prozaka uh, um, in, in the next card. We've got Corey Sandhagen against TJ Dillashaw's back, Pete. What do you think about that? Is that this weekend? No, no, it's May 9th. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going through the cards. I'm going through the cards. Right, um, right, 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 right. We've then got Oliveira against Chandler, May the 16th. Uh, that's going to be uh, for the for the vacant lightweight title. Uh, Kobe, Cody Garbrandt the following week against uh, Rob Font. That'll be a good one. Uh, moving on to June, we've got uh, Adesanya against Vittori. Uh, and then Cyril Garn has also been uh, announced against Volkov. Uh, and then we've got Dustin Poirier fighting some geezer as well. Now, Pete, we... <laughs> haven't spoken about um even in person or over text or whatever we haven't spoken about the newest phenom in combat sports the new name on everyone's tongue the new name of the fighter that's really going to take over the game i'm talking about jake paul knocking out ben Askren. what did you think about this pete what do you mean what did i think what did you think about it because i'll tell you what i thought i thought that Ben really underestimated this kid. And I think everyone is fucking underestimating this kid. The kid can fucking box, man. Not People that. need to in... stop sleeping on him. No, well, not that. Either that or just Ben Askren knew he wasn't going to win. And just, like he, did, like, he wasn't even in shape. He didn't even... That's the worst I've ever seen him in. Like, and it was terrible. He didn't even throw a punch. I'm not saying he dived. I just think he went in there thinking, oh, I'm just going to play about for a little bit. And then just, like, bang. But... People keep saying this, and I'm not slating him. He obviously does know what he's doing. All the people he's trained with said he's he's actually like legit. He can box, but he's not been in there with like anyone. It's not. True. You can't. You can't. You got Ben Askren, who it's almost like it seems like he doesn't know how to strike. Like I don't care what anyone says. Like in all of his fights, he's not really struck with anyone. He's maybe faked some punches to get in on the takedown and stuff. We know he can't really box. Um, he thought like what was it? What did they know? I say? A forty-year-old basketball player, yeah, who literally who literally run at him with his chin up, and it's yeah. like, man, anyone can. You run at someone with your chin up, and they connect on you. It's like you're going out. Um, is that all his fault? Is he had? What's it? Is that it? Um, he, he knocked else? out someone before Nate. He knocked out someone before Nate. Um, yeah, and it's. But I swear that was like a YouTube star or some shit like that. And it's yeah. like And now he's talking about Tommy Fury, but oh, that's just he's crazy. Not, He's not gonna. He's not gonna. If he if he beat someone like Tommy Fury, then yeah, hundred percent, I'd be like, wow, okay, this guy can actually make a career in boxing, mm. like hundred percent. But he's not gonna take it. It's not. 
they're doing the videos back and forward to each other, taking the piss and stuff like that. And it's, but he's not been tested. He's not had someone in there with boxing knowledge, boxing skill that can show him something. Do you know what I mean? It's just, he's pig, he's doing it so clever. And it's mm. like, yeah, I've knocked this guy out. I've knocked this. It's almost like a bully at school that's picking on all the little kids. And it's like, oh, have you heard about that guy? He's knocked out three kids in school. It's like, <laughs> yeah, who was they? <laughs> fucking Will from in, Will from in between us. <laughs> fucking, he's doing it so clever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got and he's got everyone talking about him as well. But even the even the DC thing, it's like, I, I guarantee you, he was even though he was giving it and smiling and that, I guarantee he was fucking shitting himself when DC walked up to him behind that thing. It was like, I know he, he knows he ain't going to do nothing because he's he'd get the sack from the UFC, but it's, it's still, it's just... Uh... Okay, here, here's another thing for me, though, about the whole DC thing. I'm that much of a sceptic. <laughs> I, I, I think... I think, listen, DC is the biggest WWE fan going. He never, he watches it every week. He loves it. I, I, I think DC knows exactly what he's doing. I think DC knows that he'd kill Jake Paul um, in a, in, you know, in, in any kind of uh, combat setting. And uh, I don't know about a boxing setting, who knows, but in a, in, in a proper fight setting, he would annihilate Jake Paul. Um, and I feel like DC, the thing is, you got two different types of people, like because p- people have asked Rogan, "What do you think about Jake Paul?" Like, do you reckon you could take him? And Rogan's has said before previously, "Listen, he'd probably beat me up." Like, and then, but the difference is, if Rogan and Jake Paul had got into a bit of beef, and Jake Paul turned up at a UFC event, Rogan ain't leaving the commentary table. He's just gonna no. sit there and be like, "Whatever." Yeah, DC but... walks straight up yeah. to him. He yeah, knows where the cameras are. He knows he's pointing at him and that. He's he's he's. Nah, it's there was, all, it's there was no the... cameras. No no cameras was on him. They're all like they're all phones. It was all phones. Like Mate, it listen, there's Jake Paul documents everything that he fucking does. He, he's a YouTuber, oh, yeah. mate. No, no, of course, I, I know what you're saying, but it wasn't as if DC thought the UFC camera was going to follow. I'm not talking about UFC cameras. Like... I'm just saying cameras. He knows what he's fucking doing, bruv. He's a YouTuber. A YouTuber but that's constantly he... being filmed. I think he was being serious though. Like he wasn't. I don't. I, I don't think, think he was. was. I think he I could, was. you could hear it in his voice. I, t- I told him. Was he saying? He's like, I told him, Joe, I'd smack him. <laughs> Joe Rogan's like, you're right. I, t- I heard you. I know. I know. Yeah, Rogan's like, I know. I know. <laughs> With his, I love how he has his shirt untucked as well. <laughs> behind, sitting behind the desk, you can't see it, but I think he said in one of the uh, Apex ones, he's like, I like being relaxed, man. I've got my trainers on. I've got my yeah. shirt untucked. <laughs> Oh man, fucking brilliant! Oh, brilliant! All right, Pete. Anything else you want? Anything else you wanted to touch on? I know you were you, your boy made a nice donation today. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Lovely. Cut yeah. out the middle man. Yeah. Oh, did he did he do a donation to Dustin's one like he said he would, or did he just give it to someone else? No, it's basically what it's basically what Dustin's place donates to. So, mm. but he just didn't go through Dustin's company. <laughs> 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 it's so good though because because the message that they sent back was so like heartwarming with like a picture of two kids playing soccer or some shit football and um just like oh my god we've we've received this amazing donation from mr mcgregor today you you've changed all these kids lives for this summer they're going to go on to do better things and i swear i think he put it on his instagram just saying like you're welcome with like a love heart <laughs> He's such, He's a, such a fucker. <laughs> he really is. He really, really is. Um, I'll tell you what, what we'll do then, just before we finish, um, it's going to be exciting to see um, 
uh, I can't get his name right, Yuri Poraska. Um, because what, uh, yeah, what I was going to say, what's the other like couple of fights underneath them? Uh, so we've got. Let's start with the prelims. So, do you know what? Some really good names here, actually. Um, uh, we've got KB Buller, who's Punjabi. Go on, the boy. He's um, <laughs> against Andreas Michalides. Um, Kai Kamaka, TJ Brown, Jonathan Pierce against Gabriel Benitez, Randa Marcos against Luana Pinero. Um, not too. Uh, again, I'm not. I don't know many of those. However, on the main card, uh, really is fighting Cody Stamen. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah, it'd be good. Uh, Sean Strickland against uh, Yotko. Sean Strickland looked unbelievable in his last fight, so that would be really, really good. Um, Kutalaba's fighting, Dustin Jacoby. And then featherweight Pete, we've got big Giga Chikadze, who we have oh, spoken yeah. about a lot. He's fighting Cub Swanson. Sick. That'd be sick, really, sick. really good. And then, yeah, Dominic Reyes against Yuri Prigaska. And Prigaska's obviously the guy that's come. He was the champ coming from... One FC or strike? No, we're, we're another another division is coming from. He was the champ there, mm-hmm. um, and then he beat, um, he knocked out Ozdemir, um, and and oh, took yeah. his number five spot. He was the one that was throwing the weird punches, holding onto his wrist and fucking. Oh, right. Remember yeah, that? that guy. Yeah, this would um, be this be interesting for Reyes. I think be, this be a good one for Reyes and Smith haven't fought, have they? Uh, no, I don't think they have. No, that'd be a good one to look out for if if Reyes gets through this. Definitely. But, um, Sean Strick- Strickland is he? That's not the guy I'm thinking of. It was the. That's not the, the. The guy that was like the put the amazing boxing on against. Um, not he, he, he's just come back from a motorbike injury. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, he beat. Oh god, what's the guy's name? He's like a Korean guy or Vietnamese, and he got he got smashed. But the other guy's box. I think I'm thinking of someone else. Do you remember that guy? He put on like a. He looked like an amazing boxer. He had like short dark hair. He was um Strickland. He's he well, it was against Brendan Allen actually, his last fight. Um oh, no, no, back in back in November. He beat Jack Marshman as well, um, in, in okay. 2020. Um, and then yeah, he beat Tilleb before that as well. No, I don't know who's the other guy. Who's the who's the he's got like you know you know the the guy that I'm talking about, like he's I think he's like Korean. Uh um, yes, I know. Maybe he's Hawaiian, like Hawaiian, or he's got like a square jaw. Yeah, um, and he basically just he got out boxed for like three rounds, like bad. Was it the the the, the Asian guy Nam. that he was fighting? Nam, Nam. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he got beat by an American guy who sort of had a big long layoff, and his boxing looked unbelievable. Um, hang on. So it was Tyson Nam, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, who recently? Um, he just lost to Matt Schnell. Nothing like Sean Strickland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. That's all right. It was the start of the year. It's been a long time. There's been so many fights, so many fighters. It's difficult to, to keep track. It's it not like they're fucking yeah. football teams. It's you got, you got to keep track of them all. Right, Pete, who knows how long we've been waffling for. Um, Let's uh, reconvene again next week after uh, a a really, really, uh, you know, exciting fight coming up. So, yeah, we'll catch up again next week, mate. Uh, I'll get this uploaded. Take care. Take care, mate. mate.